This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Peter's everywhere. Actor Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Oh, yeah, there's nothing like a little Matt McConaughey to get your engine started on a Friday as we shut down the locker room for the offseason. Locker room's going dark. Max, how are you, my friend? I am doing well this morning, Wolf. Uh, Like I said, bittersweet, right? Bittersweet. Uh, We would have. Love to have continued this wonderful voyage all the way into February. But, unfortunately, we did not make the point. I mean, would we, though? Uh, I mean, yes, kind of, sort of, maybe. Yeah. Hey, it would have been nice to go to Buffalo and have at it and see what happens. But I got to tell you this, hey, hey guys, I, 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 get, I got it from, from uh, my dear wife, the good lady Faith. She said Max was hilarious doing a, uh, that soliloquy with um, the the music from uh, the golf and stuff with Jerry Dulac. Oh, yesterday. from the Masters. Was, the Masters. <laughs> it was hilarious. That was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. You had Faith laughing all through that whole thing. <laughs> that was that was so funny. Uh, yeah, and you have that very calm voice. You know, <laughs> like the galley yeah. voice. You got in the galley. You got you got to make sure that you know the gallery. You yeah. got to make sure that you have that. Very nice voice. Because you never know when somebody's going to pop wolf. Oh. And that's why you have to make sure that if you're going to be at this low tone, you're not disturbing the golfer and their focus and laser concentration to make sure they can sink that double bogey putt. See, we got to have golf like Happy <laughs> Gilmore. That's how we need oh. it. We got to – who's the guy? Bob – yeah, Bob Barker. When you get in a fist fight yeah. with Bob Barker, all right, now you got something cooking. Yeah, exactly. Is all jacked up on Mountain Dew out there on the course, <laughs> guys? Popping wheelies in your in your golf cart. <laughs> that, that was one of the funniest things when they get in a fight with Bob Barker. I love that. Oh man, I just love that. Oh. That was just so cool. You know what I mean? Especially when he played dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man. man, unbelievable! But yes, indeed. So here we go. We are foraying on into the final episode of the 2022 locker room in 2023, actually. <laughs> now, but yeah. it started in yeah. 2022. The season. The, the season. season of the yes. locker Yeah, the 2022 season of locker room. The first thing I got to bring up, because this is, again, for yeah. the folks that aren't familiar with the locker room or, you know, how it operates, you know, when you have a bunch of ballplayers in it. You come in with thoughts, with things that captured your attention, your imagination, as you come in the locker room. And so you might be, you know, hanging around, got your your notebook looking at plays, or you just might have come in and and watched some film early. But you're sitting with the boys, you're hanging out. And the first thing I would say is say, Max, do you realize today, on this day, January 13th, 1968, Johnny Cash stepped on stage at the California State Prism in Folsom on this day and recorded one of the most legendary concerts in American music history lore, ending with a song that made a star out of an inmate. 
I mean, that's amazing to me. And then, I, and then there's usually one person in the crowd that goes, "Who?" <laughs> yes, yes, and exactly. Point them out. Point them out right now. Exactly. Yeah, because you're going to get a mix of the melding or guys who just never listen to you know that genre of music, and they're right. like, "I don't know what you're talking about." So you could never ask about Million Dollar Quartet or anything like that because they just they don't have the capacity. To sit there and know that. And then there's the one guy that says, oh, yeah, I was there. <laughs> like, no, no, yeah. no, you weren't. You, you weren't were even not born. There. Yeah, exactly. How the hell were you there? You know? <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and that's what that's what you love about the locker room, right? You just, you, you get, some people that just nod their head like, yep, yep, you're, yeah, 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 you're probably right. But there's always those dissenters and outliers, right? Right. There's always that just that just Johnny Cash hey, wasn't that big, right? I mean, somebody says, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, you're like, are you serious, dude? And then next thing you know, that is the entire topic, the entire day. Yes. Right. Yes. In between meetings, right in the hallway when you're hanging out, pregame practice, lunch, stretch line. Yes. Yeah. You know, Coming back into the locker room, like, I still can't believe you don't know who Johnny Cash is. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 That's it. You're walking in the shower. You're just like, like, hey, would you believe this guy behind me here? He doesn't even know who Johnny Cash is. Has he been living <laughs> under a rock, you know? I got to tell you, like, one of the best shows that Tunch and I ever did over the 20-some years, we did the locker room, okay? Yep. We got into an argument about whether a uh, Cobra could take – um. What's the, what's the, the critters that uh, kill the cobras? Um, you know mongoose. the mongoose. Thank mongoose. you. Well, I totally. Ricky Ticky Tabby. Yes, Ricky Ticky Tabby. There we go. So we're sitting there. We're arguing over the fact of Ricky Ticky Tabby could whip up on uh, uh, you know somebody some cobra, right? And so we're going back. Yeah. And forth. We had almost thirty-five or forty phone calls that day over the two hours to weigh in on whether. The cobra could whip the mongoose, or the mongoose could whip the cobra. Finally, we got we had to get the uh, the curator from the Pittsburgh Zoo to call in, and then he decided oh and he had to weigh in on it. But that that that's exactly it, because you get in these arguments that seemingly have no exact answer, and then you know guys take sides, right? Because you you yeah. know Mike Webster would argue for for oh he Mike Webster would argue that desiccated liver was great stuff for endurance and, and strength in that and then you're on the other end going yeah but you're killing us in the meeting room because you're letting out some gaseous material there bud you know and then everybody's piling <laughs> in with that you know <laughs> yeah hey look, listen I mean but that but that's that and that's the glory and the beauty of the locker room yes it's di- it's democratic. <laughs> And there are no biases. <laughs> Good, better, and different. There's no bias. <laughs> and everybody's got a voice. Oh, ju- just like buttholes. Everybody's got one. And you're just like, oh, man. Okay, I should have kept this to myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's exactly true. I mean, you think about it. Guys would jump in and say, who's Johnny Cash? And then the others would dog- would, would jump in and and and. and and, uh, you know, they would say, who listens to country music, you know? And then you would go back yeah. at them with whatever genre of music they listen to, and then you'd, you know, smack them with that, and then it would get, it would just explode. <laughs> It'd be awesome. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just it's one of those things. It's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You're just like, come on, guys. I mean, you know, either a get it together or b just 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 shut up and listen to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's the other thing. Just shut up and listen to me, and and because I'm right. Oh, and you had the one that was always the 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 uh, the politician. Oh yeah. Right. Yes. He was always he's always placating to the mob. Right. Yes. Exactly. So he, he would say things just to get guys on his side, even though he you know he you know he doesn't believe that. See, back in but, my time, Tunch would be like the boisterous, just say something, scream something out. You know what I mean? And then then yeah. people would start to obviously take sides with that for or against it, that sort of thing. And then before you know it, you you got this argument going on. And that's the way it was. He, Tunch was an instigator. Yeah. Yeah. See, those are, you know who that was for us? Who's that? That It was TC, Tyrone Carter. Okay. Right. Right. TC would, 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 would just – I felt like he, he would take the opposite of what everybody else said just for the fact that he was the first one to take the opposite. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just, like, to, just to argue it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was just he it, it it was like it was like an explorer. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I'm gonna plant a flag on this because I don't see any other flags on this. Boom. Well it's 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 so it's already a country. It doesn't matter. Nope, nope, it's mine. Boom. It's like, oh God. It's like and, and, and you never wanted to bring it up to T C because T C was also so loud. Like he was the one that was going to just if he was vehemently wrong. He was just he was gonna out yell you. And then to the point where it's like, I just don't want to hear him yell anymore. You know, he he's like he's 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 hit my eardrums way too hard. So I'm just gonna give up at this point just because I wanna save my eardrums. You know what I'm saying? Like that <laughs> yep. one guy that just just won't let it go. You're like, I know you're wrong. Two plus two is not five. It is not five. <laughs> It's five, and I believe it's five. How are you gonna sit there and act like it's not five? There's a plus there, and a two, and another two. It's like, you know, you're just like, you know what? You know, maybe it is. Maybe it is. You know, you know one thing about TC. All right, now the one year you guys were all driving cars that were like vintage cars or something. Oh the yeah, the classic car show. Yes, the classic car show up at St. Vincent, right? So I'm oh, looking yeah. at his car, and it's it's uh, beautiful, and I think it was a. The top came down on it. Could be a convertible, not maybe not. I can't remember. But yeah. all I remember was he had a TV installed in the front dashboard, and I'm going, okay, really? Um, do you think, Tyrone? Do you think maybe that's not a good idea? I was like questioning him, going, you know, I mean, you got a TV sitting right there to your right in the front dashboard, and you're driving. You maybe you're, you you know you got to keep your eyes. He goes, oh, it's just for the passengers. I'm going. Oh sure, yeah right. <laughs> you're on some you're on some long stretch of road out in Iowa somewhere, just driving for miles. You know I mean, you don't you only back up and go around when when you come to a curve, just so you drive the curve a couple times, right? So those long roads, and you're not you're not going to turn on a tune right there or something, you know? All oh, right, yeah, all right. So we got into one of the little little arguments. They're not argument, just one of those you know pro con type things. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, listen. Uh, first of all, I'm glad you remembered that when we arranged that. That was that was pretty awesome. That was. What'd you drive? Cars. I, I had a '65 Impala. Okay. Uh, SS all right. Convertible. So yeah, it was light blue, white top, white interior. Ooh. I had a flip out screen as well. Oh, you didn't. 
How did, yeah, did. How, buddy, how does somebody of your intelligence come up with something like that? I can understand if it's in the back seat, you know, but the temptation it, to flick that it, thing on. It's not a movie player, though. <laughs> like, you can play it on it, but it's, it, that, was the first, that was the first age of touchscreen. Okay. As opposed, as opposed to having to use the knobs and the buttons. Okay. All like, right. It was touchscreen, so you the face would flip out because cars didn't come with that as standard like they do now. So it would flip out, and that was your touchscreen. Oh. Uh-huh. I mean, it also had the DVD capability if you wanted to do that. Right. But, so, I mean, did you have DVDs the, in the car? I did not have DVDs in the car. Okay, so you're practicing safe driving. <laughs> kind of. I had music videos. <laughs> so it would play the music and also the music video at the same time. So, so you uh, really, obviously really cool. you would never check the, the video, right? I mean, you would only only listen. Only, a stop, only a stop signs and stoplights. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> when, whenever you have to swear to something, then uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially when there's no Bible present, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You're in trouble. (laughs) Oh, man. But no, but I mean, I I loved it because Lucille, that was the name of my car. That's Uh, right. I remember that. Lucille. Yeah, that's right. Lucille was was one of my pride and joys. Um, But yeah, but TC, TC, yeah, TC had had a... uh, he had an eighty Capri. He had an eighty-two Caprice. I mean, every eighty-two was like, because TC's from South Florida. So South Florida, one of the things they're known for is called a donk or a, donk. a box or a box Chevy. It was a nickname is a donk, but it, they called those a donk. Really? But it was it was a bo- it's a box Chevy. So if you had a box Caprice Classic or Impala, like back in those days, like that, and then you put it on the big wheels because he had twenty-six inch rims. Mm-hmm. So. That, that was, he had the, the the mean green machine. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, he had that. Um, I would say Deshay brought a deuce and a quarter. Um, who else brought something? Uh, Ricardo Coakley. I want to say he had. Yeah, he had, he had something. A, he, I think he had an El Dorado. Um, and we, yeah, we had we had a bunch. Of, it was about eight of us that came up. Hamp had one. I forgot what Hamp was driving. Uh, but I, we actually got a picture. And I actually have the picture in my in my storage because I'm redoing my office right now. Mm-hmm. But it was a, it's a big picture of all of us together um, with with our classic cars, and then also the the year we did the Mini Coopers. Oh yeah, uh, all the offensive line. So we got a picture. Of, I so I have a picture of us in the offensive line doing the Mini Cooper drive up. And so I, when I redo my office, I'm going to put those two pictures and the two White House pictures. Kind of like in a stack row because oh, those that's four nice. are the same size. Yeah. So yeah. So I I have some ideas. So so my off season, you know, Wolf is going to be busy because I'm I'm reconfiguring and redoing my office. I hadn't redone my office in like twelve years. Ah. So I've got to update it and change it around. Obviously, you know, make make one of these walls Zoom background worthy. You know, because that's the big thing. You got to have a a cool Zoom background. Because mine is terrible. It's just a, a faux finished wall with nothing on it. Um, so I, I got to get creative. So, mm. you know, also Steelers Nation, throw out some ideas. You know what I'm saying? Just hit me up on, on the uh, on the good old tweet box there, there on go. Twitter. You know, let me know some thoughts about what you'd like to see in the background if, if you ever catch Max on a Zoom. There we go. Or something. 
I'd like you know, to see the football from Max's uh, four yards a tote rushing <laughs> game against the Auburn Tigers in 2001. I just knew you were going to say something like that. You know, I did not keep that because we lost the game. And uh. once, we, one, once I got clipped, I, I don't know what happened to that football. That football <laughs> was dead to me because it was not lucky. It was very unlucky. Oh, okay. Sure. I get no. it. I get even it. That makes it, sense. Even though it wasn't the football's fault. No, it was to carry, though. I mean, now, let me ask I this. Mean, yeah. Hall of Fame numbers. Wait a minute. I got to ask Max <laughs> while, while I remember this, okay? Now, you called your car Lucille. Was that like B.B. King with his guitar named Lucille? Uh, it was not exactly like it, but same premise. Okay, same premise. All right. All right, yeah. because Lucille Bogan was – the Lucille in B.B. King's life. And she was an American classic female blues singer and songwriter. Um, you know, ah, so, okay. yeah, yeah. So, oh, all right, I yeah. would have thought Lucille Ball. You know, I love Lucy. But, <laughs> right? Okay, no. yep, that, that's, a be- that's a better one. Yeah, I think that's it was Lucille one. Bogan was her name. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to be honest. I just, I just picked a name that sounded like an older lady. That it just sounded good, name. huh? Okay. It just sounded good. It, just, it felt like, you know, I, I, I looked at it. I said the name, and I felt like the car said yes. <laughs> be honest with you. That's, that's about how it went in my head. Okay. I promise. All right. So, so it, made it, it made it nice and easy. Well, but, today, uh, today, now, before we get going, we got, we're going to intersperse, and we're going to open up the phone lines right away, 412-919-1316. It's the last day in the locker room. But we also we have the much – anticipated lineups and it's we don't even have to do lineups. what we got to do is you give me a, a player from Hanna-Barbera or from the Looney Tunes Matt yeah. uh, West gives a player you know and, and why you got you got to have a why for who you you, yes, you put up there absolutely okay thank you all right yeah, so don't just don't just throw a name out there that's right and not have any justification for it you know all right because I'm going to give you Elmer Fudd all right Elmer Ooh. Fudd Elmer Fudd is my equipment manager because he's always hunting for something. Okay? So that's my equipment <laughs> manager. Elmer Fudd. All right. Well, if I made him I made Elmer Fudd my defensive coordinator for the same reason. He's always hunting something. We're gonna get a lot of turnovers. He's gonna be hunting that football. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And how about you, Max? Shh. Be very quiet. <laughs> I'm hunting interceptions. <laughs> you wascally quarterback. Oh, you wascally running back. <laughs> this is going to be fun. We're going to have some laughs here. Oh my Where's goodness. the jerseys? Where's the jerseys? Somebody got jerseys. Where are the jerseys? I'm looking for I'm looking for 72. Where's 72? I found 71, I found 73, can't find 72. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would oh, be, God. I found 70. What comes after yeah. 70? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I, and you know what I have? I, you know, you know, I have Elmer Fudd as who Elmer, Elmer Fudd was, is my water boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'll be honest. I had Elmer Fudd as a water boy because I just felt like, you know, he's always paying attention to every little minute detail <laughs> to give him any go. type of thing. So I feel like during timeouts, He's the guy that would also bring out the little grass cleat thing because you never know. <laughs> you know, come on, guys, come on, wipe, wipe those feet off, wipe those feet off. 
Here's the water. Here's the water. Here's the water. Hey, does everybody have their towels? Does everybody have their towels? I got one. I got a towel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I feel like he's a multitasker. So that's yes. why I would have put him more so in the water boy slash athletic trainer role. Uh, see, that's, that's just why. Me. That's just why I want him as equipment manager because he's always got something going on. You know, you got to get yeah, back there. Yeah. You got to run rummage around. And, you know, it's this is good. This is fun. So, if yes. you want to get in on this, we you got to yes. come up with a Hanna-Barbera or a Looney Tunes character and then name them to a position and why. Also, any commentary about locker room stuff, you know, wh- what the offseason is yeah. going to look like. Are you pessimistic, optimistic? All those things. All those things and more, yeah. Max. All the normal. All the normal stuff plus the bonus of who you would have on your all-star cartoon lineup. Here, in the locker room, when we come back. <laughs> oh, also, phone line number is 412-919-1316. We want to make sure you also remember the phone number. <laughs> we're, we're here on ESPN and SNR Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hello, Steelers Nation, and welcome to the final day of In the Locker Room here on SNR. I will be your game show host as we put Craig Wolfley and Max Starks to the test here on the final day of In the Locker Room. This will be question number one before we go back to the phone lines. Craig Wolfley, let's talk about most likely to succeed. Which newcomer do you think is going to have the stuff going forward for the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know there can only be one. That would be Jorge Pickens. If that was I was Alvaro, right? It's George uh, uh, yeah. Pickens because <laughs> we're picking and grinning is what we're doing because of George Pickens. Mr. Starks, and okay. this is, uh, okay. you know, final week of senior year here. Well, where's the buzzer? It- well, you know what's you know what's tough is I can't play the buzzer and the theme music at the same. If I hit the buzzer, the theme music goes away. <laughs> got to work with what you got. We're not multitaskers here, Wolf. <laughs> Mr. Starks, your vote for the Steelers 2022-2023 yearbook most likely to succeed. All right, I'm going to go most likely to succeed. Uh, you know what? I've I've still got to go with Dan Moore. Dan Moore has been growing and it's at a tough position. And Dan's made progress, and I think I'm still on the boat that the youth that he has, the experience by fire that he's gone through, is making him that much better. And I feel like next year is going to be a breakout year for him. So I'm going with Dan Moore as my most likely to succeed. Uh, Can we get a a point of order here? Didn't you say newcomer? I think he should be disqualified on that answer. I don't know if I – can we said, hold on? Can we, he, see, he answered the question to me is most likely to succeed. The producer he did not say newcomer here. of the year. He didn't say newcomer judges. of the year. Mine was most judges. likely to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, who, 
who is who is the lead kangaroo in this kangaroo court? That, that's the question you gotta ask. Okay. That was perfect answer right there. Just the blind leading the blind this, out here sometimes. This is exactly. how it was done in the locker room. We got a kangaroo court, and I need somebody yeah. to stand up for me. So you got to get a, you got to get one of the in-house lawyers. <laughs> Yeah, which in my case, we always got Tunch because Tunch could argue anything on both sides. Anything. Yeah. anything. Yeah. All right, know. one more here yeah. before we get back into it on our final day of In the Locker Room. It's the In the Locker Room game show. Max, we'll start with you first. I like first. the game show host voice. We'll start with you first on this one, Mr. Starks. Favorite road trip of the year was? Ooh, um, I'm going to have to go... Well, let's see, I'm basing my favorite road trip on the internet based on the food that I had. So. Sure, and this is more difficult for you because, you know, you're normally doing a college game Saturday, so you don't necessarily get the frolicking time in the new city like most of us do. Yeah, I, so but, I'm basing this off of my DoorDash order history yeah. pretty much. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I still – I'm going to have to go with Buffalo, I mean, because I, I got anchor, I got anchor bar wings and I went to Dinosaur Barbecue while I was there, so – um, yeah, that's what that's what I'm gonna base it off of. I'm 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 gonna go with Buffalo. I'm gonna go with Buffalo. Whoa! <laughs> I, 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 I'm not really disagreeing. I just wanted to hit the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tremendous! New toys. <laughs> that was just tremendous. Now, I just want to hit the buzzer. Now I've got a whole plethora yeah. of different buzzers here at my disposal. Hold on, let's try another one. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded just like the. Oh, it's more elongated. It's a longer. Oh, yeah. yeah uh huh. <laughs> that's that's like when you butt. Oh yeah, that's, that's a, a good one. That's that's a, a, the, we might have to keep that one going horn. forward. Yeah, the foghorn is good. Uh, but I, uh, oh, Ooh. that that, that's, that's that sounded like who wants to be a millionaire? You know, phone a friend yeah. there or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh man. Okay. Hold on. Sorry, I got to do the Mr. Wolfley. Back to you. Your favorite road trip of the season was. I would have to say Cincinnati because we went down there, we kicked their butts, and we got home early enough that I had a nice dinner at home. It was really great. That's, that's always a good combination. I remember there, that there one. Yeah. All right, the, the host has to chime in on this one. I'm okay. going with Atlanta. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. That was my number two. That was oh, my number yes. two. Hotel was, hotel was in a great location. Food at the stadium was fantastic. Oh, the yes. stadium was fantastic. Steeler Nation took over. We won the game. That's that's yeah. that's the that's the highlight trip of the season for, I the, gotta, for the host here, Mister. I got to vote for you, yeah. that's, Wesley that's, Bob Barker. You, yeah, I like that. Yes, I, I got to uh, vote you know, for him. You know, I I, I want to change mine now to Atlanta. <laughs> Does that count? Can I do that? I, I believe I can. Well, I think that's no, a... don't 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 you give me that. I will talk through that buzzer. Listen, do you not know me by now, Wes? Buzzers do not intimidate me, sir. Hey, Thank wait, you wait. and good day. <laughs> hold on, Wolf. Wolf, hold on. Wolf, I found I found audio of Max on the field against Auburn when he said da 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 da. That's what the DB said when I said charge. <laughs> That's still that is still oh. one of the greatest stories going. Charge. Oh, oh my goodness! What? I'm just glad I didn't point my hand out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> point like Babe yeah, Ruth. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm calling my shot. Up, oh, never mind. Strike, got, strike I got, three. I got, I got four <laughs> yards down the field. I'm good. 
You know, I mean, it, it, it felt further. It, I mean, because I had to take it from behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, it felt further. It, yes, it, it, that's yeah. true. Your actual distance traveled there was more like seven or eight yards. You know, we should yeah, get GPS measurements on that. You know what your speed was going on? How many? Like go, you're like going three or four miles an hour. You know. <laughs> well, it was nighttime, so the sundial was not out, so it would have been tough to read that. Well, if you know, we always always joke about always falling forward, right? Well, right. I mean, I think two of those four yards max gained on that play were just him falling forward. It was. It was. It was. You might have to was, buzz yourself on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew I needed a timeout on that one. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Oh my just heavens. For clarification purposes. Oh, oh this is, I don't I don't know. You know, I may be we might I am I may I may vapor lock before we get to the end of this show. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, Wolf, what do you got next on your on your uh, on your all twenty two football team over there? Oh man, I, you know what? You know who I got? I got at center, Foghorn Leghorn. All right, because Ooh. here's the thing about it, Foghorn. You need somebody at center that can direct traffic, that can call out the fronts, that can identify Mike. And you know, you, you got Foghorn sitting there going, "Yep, you know, yep, 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 yep. oh yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. I, say, you know? I say, I say, I say, I say, I say, I say, I say. Yep. I say the mic is over here. Hey, <laughs> you, I keep my feathers numbered for for just, just such, such an emergency. <laughs> That's for exactly such an emergency. <laughs> Does he not sound like uh, Jackie Gleason doing Buford Justice? You know, from oh, the Cannonball and all that <laughs> yeah. stuff. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I would go Foghorn Leghorn as my center. All right. Well, I mean, hey, l- l- listen, you have a good choice there. I have Foghorn Leghorn as my backup quarterback because <laughs> I feel like you – know, so the reason why I pick Foghorn as a backup quarterback and not my starting quarterback is simply because he is going to bore you to death with the very nuances of things and schematics that nobody cares about. <laughs> but also, he's watching everything but yet is accountable for nothing. You ever notice that? Right. Remember, remember with the yeah, you know, so so I feel like everybody would love his stories and everything, but nobody pays him any attention. So that's why I would have Foghorn Leghorn as a backup quarterback because he's always going to engage you just enough that you will forget what you are going to do. You know what I'm saying? Like he's the guy that takes you out of that mindset, and I and, and yet he and but physical stature, boom! You notice that guy. You notice that guy immediately. Yeah. But you also know it's all looks. In that situation, and he keeps in his feathers numbered. <laughs> just, he know, does. Fall, 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 fall. Just because such an emergency. <laughs> yeah, because listen, when you're on the sidelines, you got to have something to keep your mind. It's like the guy that keeps the clipboard. You know what I'm saying? Right, he has right. all the plays listed in order and down in distance and everything, and the result. Like he's he's that guy. He's the chart guy. So that's why he's the backup quarterback. The only problem is you would have a, a be stressed during times of up tempo. The no huddle, the two minute, that sort of thing. You know, he said, I say, I say, hey, hey, hey. I said, I, I said, I don't work well on the fly, boy. You <laughs> yeah. might have trouble getting it out. I say, I say, I say, I say. And imagine him trying to give hand signals, you know, because back and forth usually gives hand signals. Yep. Well, it's only three you, fingers, too. Because, you know, yeah, the yeah, it, it, Exactly. He, and he would stutter through that. Could you imagine somebody giving you stuttering hand signals? <laughs> that would be the most frustrating thing ever. With only three fingers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What was that? Was that two or four? I, 
I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> does that thumb count as a finger, or does it count as a as a thumb? What? Oh. Why are you putting two? Why are you putting two index fingers together? I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, so left or right mind. call? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh no! Well, gentlemen, oh, I have. Yeah. Let me let, let me tell you here too about this defensive line that I've uh, constructed here. Okay, right, Foghorn it. Leghorn's okay. a D tackle for me. Okay, okay, Ooh, because I mean okay. he's going to have a Casey Hampton type presence in the middle of my defensive line there. I mean, good luck with Big Foghorn clogging that thing up. Uh, I've also got Hugo the Abominable Snowman next to him. So That's my ooh. defensive I mean, tackle. That's yep. basically like yes. Warren Sapp and Aaron Donald in the middle. Good oh, luck. Oh, man. And then off the edge, I got Tasmanian Devil on one side and Nasty Canasta on the other side. Ooh. I mean, we are we are going quarterback hunting, and fortunately we've kept all the feathers in the number for such an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's time to let some others in on this one before we totally lose our mind. Let's go to Circus George in Sarasota, Florida. Circus George, you're in the locker room, and I hope you got some characters. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning. Oh, what's up, buddy? Well, yeah, we we got some interesting stuff going on here. I thought you just got wanted one player at one position. Now, if you want me to build a team, I might, I might take some time. I say, I say, but anyway. I say something yee about a kid who's never played baseball before. <laughs> Anyways, um, the boys are sharp uh, as a I, bowling I really like ball. I like Marvin the Martian as the field goal kicker. Who's Marvin that? Marvin the Martian. Oh, Marvin the Martian, yeah. Okay. I like that. He's one. short. Like field goal that. kickers are almost always short. And if you block his kick, he's going to say, That makes me very angry. Very <laughs> angry indeed. So, <laughs> I should have known you'd enter right into the spirit of the thing there, Circus. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. As far as TVs and cars, look, you know, I had I had a motorhome and I had my little black and white television, like a nine-inch screen, on my dashboard illegally. Wasn't watching it, of course. That was for my passenger. And I had I was watching football with an antenna, black and white. You know, fuzzy picture, and I'm watching football while I'm driving at night while I'm eating a taco and pulling a trailer (laughs) behind that. So, yeah, I don't want to hear about a car. A car is a toy. So, So it can be done. If you're smart about it, it can really be done. So, I always thought the neat idea would have been to put a webcam on the outside of your car, and then you could put a giant TV screen on the inside and stare at your windshield. And you can have a picture of the car, and then you can have picture in picture like you see. Remember last time you put the, the show on the big oh. screen and just have in the corner the screen of your car so you can see where the hell you're driving. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my gosh. I you, you have I just confirmed it. what I said. That boy is as sharp as a bowling ball. Bowling ball. ball, 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 ball. <laughs> <laughs> He's about as sharp as a sack of wet mice. There's another part of my life. Nice a little on a dumb side. Excellent. Excellent, Circus George. Excellent. Hey, guys, as far as players on the uprise, I really like Pickett. I liked him when we took him. I'm expecting better things out of him as long as the offensive line continues to improve, which um, as far as I'm concerned, I know you guys love the the improvement of the line, but you got to consider a little bit. Here's here's the cold cold water poured on. You're going to hate me for it. We played against some lesser talent towards the end, and you still got to win him. Otherwise, you're like Tunchet. If you don't beat the bums, you are one. But – Against better talent, we need a better offensive tackle. I don't care if it's a right or a left. And the same on the defensive line. We need a stud nose tackle. So there's your picks for the draft. Not necessarily one or two, but just thoughts. All right. 
Thank you, George. Appreciate you, brother. No, thank thank you, George. Thanks for entering that. into the I'll see you guys. Take care. Absolutely. Take care. You know, that's what I love. You got to, as Chuck Noel would say, you got to enter into the spirit of the thing. All right? When he's talking about playing the game, enter into the spirit of the thing. So Circus George paved the way. Let's take a break, shall we, Max? And we'll come back with more. Your calls and all all that sort of stuff. All right. Yes. You heard the man. This is Locker Room. Wolf, Starks, (laughs) Euler in the engineering booth, also giving us game show commentary here in the Locker Room on ESPN SNR Radio. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh-oh, here it is. And welcome back from commercial break, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for more on the Locker Room Game Show. Max Starks, you'll be up first this time. Let's talk a little most improved. Who gets your award for the biggest glow-up of this season for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Who's your ugly duckling? Oh, wow. Okay, ugly duckling. Okay, maybe that wasn't Uh, a nice way to word it, but somebody who looks much better now than they did back in August. You you know, one of the guys that I'm going to say actually surprised me a whole lot, James Daniels. Uh, From training camp to the end of the season, completely different guy. Um, We knew who he was resume-wise coming in from Chicago, but I just – I didn't see it early on, and I think that goes to the chemistry of the offensive line. And then by the end of the season, I mean, him and Mason Cole were just absolutely rolling guys up. And I know Circus George kind of talked about how, you know, the offensive line went against lesser competition – but at the same time, this unit, I wonder what they would have done against better competition at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I think it was a perfect storm catching them early in the year when they weren't together. But I think they actually would have done a pretty good job. Because you saw the job they did against the Cleveland defense in Week 18 versus Week 3, right? I mean, it was right. a different type of game where they controlled it. So I wonder what they would have looked like going up against Buffalo a second time. You know, would this line have established the line of scrimmage a lot better and been in a position to be successful? So that's why I can't necessarily give credence to lesser competition in the second half because they dominated people who they were supposed to. I look at Carolina. Carolina had some good guys on it, and they absolutely dominated them. And then you watch them the next week, they they put almost 300 yards rushing on teams and hold the other team to about 75 yards rushing. So I think it's a little bit... Push and pull. You can't necessarily say that the first half was so much tougher than the second half of the season. I like that answer that from great. Maximus Starks. <clears throat> Craig Wolfley, tough act to follow, but who yeah. gets your award for most improved Pittsburgh Steeler? Well, I got to say, real simple, out of nowhere did Connor Hayward come along and do some impressive things as the season unfolded. Now, it's not exactly like like Max said, the you know, the, the difference – from being a starter and, and doing better all the way through is one thing. But, you know, it, it's kind of one of these things, and maybe Connor would be more or better served as a newcomer of the year. But he's certainly in the conversation for the guy that really added so much when I, you know, I really thought he was just going to play special teams. 
I didn't think he would be the contributor. I saw that he had good route running. I saw he had good hands. I thought he was a, a decent blocker, but he got better at blocking. Like when he would come across the back as the wham guy, as a trailer on the pin and pull stuff, he got so much better at that and did a great job all the way through. But again, the big catches down the seam, doing the things that he did, and then his con- contributions on the special team. So I would have to go as Connor Hayward is my guy. I like that answer, too. Gentlemen, I know normally on these game shows, the host doesn't chime in with opinions, oh. but it's my show, all right? right. <laughs> so I'm going to make my own rule. I like both of your shouts. Just one more guy who deserves one in my mind. And remember, this is most improved. I'm going with Alex Highsmith, all right? We know he was a good Ooh. football player. He was a good football player, a dang good one his first two years in Pittsburgh. But to go from two sacks to six sacks to 14 and a half of them things, <laughs> my most improved player of the year, Alex Heisman. Not bad. I like that. That's a great job. Way to go, yeah, Mr. No. Mr. Game Show Host. <laughs> That's right. That is Mr. Game Show Host to you, Craig Wolfley. <laughs> All right. Let's chime in. Let's get somebody. We got John in Morgantown. John, what do you think about our choices thus far? I like your choices. I like them. They're all good. All good for the position. I like uh, like Wes's defensive line, though. I think I think that's the crown jewel right there. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Coach Dunbar are gonna have them ready to go. <laughs> oh, there you go. But I'd like I'd like to add someone to play behind that defensive line. Uh, you got a inside linebacker. You got to have someone mean. Yeah. So for my inside linebacker, I'm going to go with Yosemite Sam. I feel like his yes. temper and his attitude oh, yeah. really run downhill. Listen, you know John's from Morgantown. We're simpatico because that's the same middle linebacker I got, baby. Yosemite Sam. <laughs> oh, there we go. And then I also have a, a receiver return specialist. Okay. Who's that? Okay. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to go to the road runner. I feel like he's probably a 4-3 <laughs> oh. guy who can take one to the house. Oh, yeah. There's a guy that can tear the top off the coverage, huh? Yep. Beep, beep. And then I got, an, I got an offensive coordinator, too. All right. Who's I'm gonna that? Have to okay. go with, I'm going to have to go with Jerry from Tom and Jerry. I feel like he's always teaming <laughs> some stuff up. Oh, that's <laughs> good. That's good. Calm, that's great. So. He always stays one step ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's good. That is really good, man. That oh, is really good. Priceless. Now, John, go uh, burn the couch, you. man. Well, hey. <laughs> oh, well, dude, that's good. It's pretty cold out here today. So we, might need to. <laughs> we love you. Thanks, brother. We appreciate you. All right. Rolling on here. Now, I, I like – you know, here's the thing. He had some good choices there. I really Those love are some good ones. Some of his choices. Yeah. Now, I went with my head coach is Wiley Coyote, super yes. genius. Yes. 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 You got to have somebody yes. at the top who's thinkerating a lot. So, I went with the Wiley guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you, Wolf. Wiley Coyote is my head coach as well just because – Whoa. Like, he Because he, he just he, – he has access to stuff that I didn't even think was possible. And he knows how to put it together. He can he can read instructions, so I know he can he, he can execute <laughs> a game plan. Acme and he will ha- yeah Acme Acme has everything apparently. I mean that's his playbook, and he's always devising these 
elaborate things because I, I now here's the thing. I contemplated him being an offensive coordinator. Right. You know, because he just he always has a solution even when there's not a problem. Uh <laughs> except for in his mind, like he, he creates the problems. But I feel like as a head coach, he could possibly be a play calling head coach. That's the nouveau thing right now, right? Ah. So so I have him as a head coach who can also jump in and play and, and call plays as well. So if I didn't have an OC, I know that Wiley could jump in. Ooh. It's real good. Excellent. Real good. Excellent. Yeah. All right, I got two for you guys before we go to break here. Okay. Kick return specialist. With, with all the respect to the Roadrunner, he's on my roster. We'll get to him in, in the second hour. But I got Speedy Gonzalez as my yes, kick return thank specialist. You. That is my kick return <laughs> specialist. If your name, thank you. If your name is Speedy, you were born to be a, a kick and punt returner. I like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And you know, you know, his real life personality, who 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 I had envisioned, was one of my teammates, Stefan Logan. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh, I mean, yeah. you know, the joystick. You, know, you, you got, yeah. you know, you you got what, Dante Hall is the human joystick, right? And Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. Oh man, I tell you what, that one just sometimes it just feels right. And, and Speedy Gonzalez is my return specialist. Was one of those uh, head coach gentlemen. Yes. Okay. I got Porky Pig. Wow, pregame speeches would be a little rough. Pregame speeches would be a little rough, but, you know, <laughs> you, you want your – you know, I, I think a lot of the best head coaches are CEOs, right? Okay. They see the big picture. They might not be necessarily the greatest X's and O's mind in the world, but they know how to pull the strings and put the right people in place to get it done, and they are kind of the, the figurehead, right, the boss who sits at the top of everything. They are the CEO. Their face is out there all the time. They're the voice you hear from. And doesn't that sound like Porky Pig? Every episode of bleep, 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 that's all, folks. I mean, he is the figurehead. He is the CEO. He is the one who shuts it all down, good or bad. You always hear from him at the end, head coach, Porky Pig. And that's why he made my head referee, because at the end, you, bullet, you shoot the gun off, and then you go, bleep, 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 that's all, folks. There you go. Yeah. We better go to break dodge. before we blow up. Oh my gosh, this is this, this this is glorious and this is spectacular. I cannot <laughs> wait for the Power Hour version where we start getting into the nuts and bolts. Because there's a couple of guys I gotta I gotta pick a bone with you guys about. One of them's on the D line. Nobody's mentioned him yet, and I'm going to mention him next. He is my dark horse, and I think you guys will agree with this decision when we come back here in the locker room. It's Wolf and Starks, and of course Euler here on SNR and ESPN Radio. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.